Talking is good. It's your boy Cody and the other guy here once again. Tiny table, big room. Yes, sir. How about some feedback in the chat? Is that super annoying when Cody's doing the intro and I'm talking over him? And it's I'm like, ew, ew, ew. It's part of it. It's part of it. Um, I'm gonna be real, real with you guys today. We probably Ooh, we got love a, real, real. We got a, we got a short and sweet pod ah, for yeah, you today. Like 25 minutes. Yeah, 20ish, 25 minutes, you. just to hang out, give you a little bit of something, something to start your day or end Which, your day, however you want to do this or whatever. I got my, my daughter's got a little Christmas program Ooh, today. Ooh, get it. So I'm gonna go see her, do her little thing. So that's why I got, I got to jump up out of here. So if I gotta leave, I'll just leave Robert here to talk. Yeah, to you we'll for like talk. 30 more minutes. Yeah, and I have no idea how to stop any of this equipment, <laughs> so it'll be great. We'll just let it go until batteries die. Uh, that's why it's important to have the good people around you. Yeah. Because <laughs> if I'm you don't know how to do it, maybe they know how to do it. I know how to stop. <laughs> the recording <laughs> he's done it once or twice. i like to play ignorant i like to act the fool <laughs> but i'm really not <laughs> so i don't i'm really at a disadvantage here because i don't really know how long our pods usually are uh typically um well okay some are as short as like 30 or 35 minutes okay and some are as long as 54 minutes and sometimes they're long enough to where the camera runs out <laughs> clearly and, and it goes black on some of you well, actually i put up the good talk logo if that ever happens we try not to let that get happen a couple though. preachers talking they just get the talk yep 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 yep, yep, yep. <laughs> just a yep 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 yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it's, it's like, like a, a it's like the old classic thing of in closing in 10 minutes you're later, right yeah. but for my second closing <laughs> yeah i try not to do that yeah i try not to do that either yeah, it's, usually it's, when i like i'll say Mm. My last scripture for you guys. And then Ugh. hopefully that's enough to let you know. I'm I'm coming to a close eventually. <laughs> I've made the mistake of several times. I'm like, one more scripture. And then like right after I say it, I realize I have like two more, more. And so I'm like, actually, two more <laughs> scriptures. So, you know, what, no promises are being made. When, when you say one more scripture, is that like one more verse or is that one more passage of scripture? I don't know if Miller watches the good talk. The old Mill Mill's the trying to Miller. call right now. Call you back, buddy. Calling you back, buddy. Calling you back, friend. He's probably just like, what are you guys doing? Right. <laughs> Forgive me for interrupting you. No, what were fine. you saying? I don't remember. Anything. Oh, 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 I'm so oh, sorry. I was asking, uh, like, when you say one more scripture, do you literally mean, like, one more verse, or is this one more portion of scripture, one more passage of scripture? Usually when I say one more scripture, it's like there's that's the final scripture in my notes, so mm. I know I only have one more, which is just a dangerous thing to say, because even after you read it, you could, like, start talking and closing, and then you'll bring up scriptures by unction of the Holy Spirit. So it's just... This is the last one I'm going to read tonight. Oh, yeah. You have to start putting that on there. It's just maybe best not to give any promises at all when preaching. Just keep that's, it that's open-ended. The, keep we're going to talk about pulpit etiquette today. <laughs> <laughs> For all, yeah, For all of you there. that are wondering how Future to do ministers. it. <laughs> no. Uh, all right, cool. So what are we talking about today? I don't know, man. I don't know. I got a good cup of coffee. I'll just say this, and I know that we've probably talked about it a of thousand course we have. times it's on the, the weather. But there's just something about how hot coffee in like the winter months is better than hot coffee in like June and July yeah, and August. Of course. But I will I mean, still, I still drink, drink hot I, coffee. I, oh, yeah, absolutely. That's all I drink hot coffee all year round. But it's just when it's cold out, man, there's just something about having a nice cup of hot coffee. Carolina, come on, Carolina. Carolina. We had to start early. It's okay. Wave at the camera. You're actually going to be on the camera today. Yeah. Just go ahead and grab a seat. Uh, for those of you watching, this is we had to start early because yes. Cody's got the the thing with Christmas his children. Program. And so we don't have any way to communicate with Carolina. <laughs> and so she found out right now that we had started the pod. This is it. This is the moment. And I apologize. It looks like you don't have a microphone right now. I'm, only, I'm assuming Pastor Aldo had to borrow it. So uh, so if you're going to be on the pod, you have to yell. You got to yell so really one of our ca- <laughs> So one of our mics will pick. Or we'll interpret. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what do you want to say to the pod today, Carolina? <laughs> she said, Buenas noches. Okay. <laughs> 
Buenos dias. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my interpretation's a little off. She my said Spanish good night, is... and now she's saying good day. Anyway, so good talk. Good talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I will still drink hot coffee in the mornings on the summer days, mm-hmm. but in the afternoons, it's iced coffee time. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know iced coffee is just a lot of work to make. Well, usually my iced coffee is my leftover coffee from the morning that I just like. Put do you do ice anything in it. with it? You just throw you just throw ice in it and drink yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah, you, I used to. Yeah, I do do black. Really? I used to be like I gotta have a little bit of cream and iced coffee, but <clears> I've gotten to where I just don't. I, I'm I'm not a big fan of creamer anymore. I guess like yeah, I've dude. just been drinking the black coffee so long that like creamer just almost instantly makes it too sweet for me. I had so we've been drinking black coffee for I don't even know how long and. Uh, we had some creamer that we left in our fridge oh, and it no. was about to expire. And I was like, I don't want to waste it. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say it was no, already expired. No, I just didn't <laughs> want to throw it out. So I was like, throw it in the coffee. And so I put it in the coffee and, and then I took a drink and I was like, this is not good. So I don't know how I used to drink creamer coffee, but I think, you know, it's just, it's just the way things are. You can, your body adjusts and you mm-hmm. become acclimated to other things. And it's like, man, I used to love creamer coffee and now mm. I just love black coffee. I'm going to have to try black coffee in, in ice and see if yeah. I like it. I've it never took tried a while. It, it takes, it's kind of, it's kind of like starting over again. <laughs> it's just a different experience. Like, <laughs> okay. I got to get used to this, 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 this bitterness. I got to get again. used to it again, again, yeah, again, again. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, fair. maybe, I don't know. That was just kind of how I was. One least, reason so. I got off creamer though, like this happened a couple years ago when I switched to the old black coffee. Um, there's a lot of sugar in creamer. Mm-hmm. Like a lot. I didn't realize how much sugar was in there, and I was trying to regulate my sugar. And uh, so creamer was one of the first things that had to get the old axe because I guess there's no calories or trans fat or whatever in just straight black coffee. It's just water with beans. It's just, yeah, water that's run through some beans. That's it, man. filtered through. Love it. Took all the good stuff, left all the bad stuff behind. I love those. (laughs) My dad calls it bean water. Bean water. I mean, I guess it makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) He's been calling it that since I was a kid. Gotta have my. Oh, he he says this like when he's getting tired or like when he's about to start the day. He's like, gotta bean up. <laughs> so, have you ever heard that before? No, but that's so good. <laughs> gotta get my daily gotta, bean. Gotta bean up, and so he's my bean juice. Talking about coffee beans, and uh, oh, so good old Bruce. We got classic Bruce Conover quotes on the pod today. Old <clears throat> Bruce, Pastor Dad, <clears throat> shout out to you. I'm not sure if you're a good listener, but no, hey. I don't even think he knows we have a podcast. <laughs> So, uh, uh, good talk, man. What are we going to talk about today? What's on the heart of Rob today? I don't know. I, I've just been thinking about like uh, uh, last night when I was <laughs> that was last night when I was just like spending some time with the Lord and just one of the cool things I love about God is just like how He is so universal, meaning like He's just the same with everyone. It's so hard to be that way. <laughs> I really put my own foot in my mouth here. It's hard to be like. I don't know. It, it, it's it's hard to love everybody exactly the same amount. Oh, okay, yeah. Now I understand what you're. Saying. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. like it's like sometimes you feel more connected to other people than you do other people, and sure. and you feel closer to this person than you do that person. Now you treat everybody the same, yeah. obviously, yeah, that yeah. goes without saying. But I'm just saying, like the way you feel about people, kind of is contingent upon your relationship mm. with them, and like. You know, whether you like them naturally speaking or not, if we can just call a spade a spade, yeah. uh, whether you get along naturally speaking or not, you know, we all have those people that were just like, I'm going to kind of swerve here. I'm going to look. wait to get out of this I'm conversation. <laughs> you know, um, oh, it's so bad, but it's it so is, true. But we're, we're human beings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if you don't acknowledge that, then you're just lying to yourself and you're not truthful. Um, now, we enjoy the company of all people. 
Um, and that's true. But it's just amazing how God is not. <laughs> I mean, I get it. We're made in his image and likeness, but how he's just so much better than we are. God's not at the grocery store, like ducking behind the, the, really the milk carton. And he's you come really by like, oh, gosh, there's Robert again. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I would, cre- I would be like totally understandable if he felt that way about oh, me. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, dang, this kid again. Here we go. But he's never like that. He's just so universal and he just loves everybody so perfectly Mm -hmm. and he's just so kind and just and how he's just I don't know how he does it yeah (laughs) I don't know how he and I was thinking about this this is a really weird thing to be thinking about but I was thinking about like even with like the Garden of Eden Mm. like it's just cool to me that like here we are thousands of years later I don't know how many thousands of years later from the Garden of Eden so many thousands. So many thousands. <laughs> and still to this day, they have no idea really actually where it was. Mm. Like, it, they can't geographically prove where the Garden of Eden was. Sure. So there's so much speculation around it. And, like, I've done my research because I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to find out. And one it's reason like national I, treasure over yes, here. Like. Yes, <laughs> because, listen, he put three rivers there, and one of them led to gold. In my mind, I'm thinking, like, how come no one I has want the gold? I want the gold. How come no it's, like, gold member off of, like, Austin Powers? <laughs> I love gold. I love gold. <laughs> so, but I'm like, why has no one done this yet? Why is I'm no sure one... someone has. See, I mean, and that's the, the thing. people out there are treasure hunters right now looking for it. Right? Nicholas Cage is out <laughs> there, there with his little sidekick, and they're hunting this gold. Yeah, and uh, Tom <clears throat> Hanks, Da Vinci, he's out there with him somewhere. He's trying to solve it. We got all these guys <laughs> out there trying to solve this riddle. But it's just really cool to me because, like, because no one can, like, indefinitely say mm-hmm. this is where it was. Definitively, not indefinitely. De- oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> My bad. English. <laughs> I'm still working on English. Uh, but it, it's cool because then, like, not one particular society has claimed to hold of God. Like oh, for God's perfect land, like to be their territory. Yes, Ooh. like like no ethnicity can be like this is our God and our God alone. Because look at where the genesis of all this happened in our territory. Dang. The genesis of all this was like in our land. Therefore, He is our God and not your God. And it's just cool how God does stuff like that. Mm. It's like He's like how He equally treats everybody. He's like now I want everyone to be able to equally love me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cause this flood. And I know that was judgment, but also in the flood, it just eroded everything and changed the geographical, topical map of the world. Mm-hmm. And when the waters receded, no one knew where the Garden of Eden was. Anyone that did probably wasn't there anymore. <laughs> exactly. So now it's like, well, you can't say he's more your God than my God because really you can't prove where all this started. Man, and It's just cool how God does that. Wow. And it's like how he wants to love everybody equally. He like does stuff in the world to make it to where... Just like he loves us, he's made it to where everybody has equal right to him. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I was thinking about that last night. It was just a really weird thought that I was having. And it was like he and I know like Israel is like his holy people, his holy nation. We see that in the word of God. And, you know, there's some things that are going to happen in the future where Israel's going to turn back to the living God. And that's going to be a wild time and, and awesome to watch. But it's just cool how he's just as much my God as he is anyone else's God. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's my God and I'm his people. Mm. And it's awesome how he's gone to great lengths to make me feel comfortable in saying that. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I'm not stealing someone else's God. He's yeah. like, you can't. It's like he's our God. He's, yeah. the, he's the God of the world for God. So loved the world. Yeah. And I don't know. It was just I was having this like little epiphany on my couch, if that's the right English word. 
you were having a, an epiphany. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to say it. I don't know exactly how to say it. Carolina, how do you say it? You know, I don't know. <laughs> epiphany, epiphany. Is epiphany. It, is it a PH or a, a, a T? Epiphany. 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 Okay, so not an F. So, anyways, sounds you know, like an F. <laughs> words are hard, but God is cool. And that's the point that I'm trying to get across. You know, it's like, oh, it's just really cool how, like, I don't know. He's not confined to one territory. He's not He's confined not to one confined space. Or to one ethnicity group. Mm -hmm. This is not an American gospel. It's not a Middle Eastern gospel. It's not an Asian gospel or European gospel. It's 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 a it's the gospel of the world. Jesus died for the world, and it's just amazing how God loves us so intimately, and He's given us access to be like, you know what? You're my God too. Mm. Like you're just like you're Cody's God, you're Robert's God, you're Carolina's God, and it's like no one has a foothold on like this God thing. Yeah. Like no one has the market <laughs> mm. is reserved just for them with God. It's he's available to everybody and anybody. And that's just so cool to me. It's not that like any one people group is more uniquely qualified to have this relationship. We're all qualified to have this relationship because God loves all of us. Amen. And I think that's the message that is so resounding throughout the world is God loves you. Mm. And that's such a wonderful message. And it's just so, I just think about it. And that's what I was thinking about last night, just having a heart of gratitude and being like, <laughs> I'm so grateful for scriptures where it's like, when I was unlovely, God yeah. loved, like, just how can you do that, God? How can you love me even in my mess? How can you love me knowing that I'm probably going to screw up sometime again in the future Yeah. because of my humanness, if yeah. you will, my humanity. But yeah, he's like, you know, I don't care. Yeah. I'm just going to love you. Yeah, I mean, being a, a father now, it's like it's very humbling mm. <laughs> in the sense of like it makes me comprehend or at least try to wrap my brain around the love of God a little bit better. But also like, how do you do this, God? Because mm. <laughs> you know yes. there are these moments where I'm, I can get so frustrated with behavior yeah, or frustrated sure. with attitude or mm. frustrated with whatever. And I'm just like. God, how do you do this? Like, because yeah. I'm a big baby too. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when it, when you really think, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, my my children, like, just grow up already. Like, yeah. get this in your head. And I'm thinking, like, God's probably thinking the same thing. Like, just get it in your head, bro. Stop yeah. being a big baby. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know, I, I don't know that he's actually like that, but like at the same time, like I, I feel like I'm when I have those thoughts, like, oh, God doesn't have that thought about me. Like, why am I? I need to extend more grace here because yeah. he extends so much grace to me. He really does, and it's it's such a wonderful grace that has been extended to us I think because it's so wonderful and because it came at such a great cost I never want to take it for advantage Mm. you know I don't want to abuse that grace that's been extended to me I don't want to use it as an excuse to live vicariously or to live outside of the will of God or Mm. not fulfill the commandments of God I want to honor the grace that's been extended to me I want to honor this 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 work of Christ that it took to extend the grace mm-hmm. of God because there was a time where we were separated yeah where he was not our God and we were not his people but by the shedding of the blood of Jesus Christ that veil of separation has been written too yeah. and now we do have access right. we can enter into this relationship we can believe in our heart and confess with our mouth Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and God can become our God and yeah. we can become his people and that's just such a powerful thing and experience that I just don't want to take it lightly. I want to be like, man, it's, it's kind of like, and we've used this analogy before, you know, uh, we're on the backside of Christmas now 
but whatever gifts you got for your children, you want them to esteem it because yeah. it did come at a cost for you. Yeah. You know, you had to work and earn that money that you used to buy that gift. And, and it would be so disrespectful if they were just like, nah, and just like threw it in the trash or just stuck it in a, stuck it yeah. in a corner, stuck it, stuck it stuck in a corner <laughs> or threw it outside and then didn't care. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I think we have to understand, like, even though God is perfect in his mercy and he never does like write us off and be like, I'm done with you. Thank God for that. But I think there are things that we need to, he does have feelings. That's where mm -hmm. we get our emotions from, yeah. you know, so we can, I believe you can hurt the heart of God. Yeah. And I think one way, I just don't want to hurt the heart of God by taking this sacrifice uh, lightly yeah, yeah. And, and abusing the grace that's been extended yeah. to me. Now that grace is there to help me when I need it. His grace is sufficient, just like it was for Paul and just like it is for me, but I'm not going to abuse the grace mm. of God that's been extended to me because I want to honor him and honor the life of Jesus Christ and honor this wonderful relationship that we have together. And so I don't want to be abusive in my relationship with God. And so uh, I think it's just something that I've been you know, thinking about yeah. stewing on. Yeah, I mean, Old like, as you're, you're talking, I think about, like, how when I was younger, you know, about 15, 16, when I got my first car, you know, mm -hmm. my parents gave me this car, Oof. and, you know, it used to be my sister, so she ended up getting a new car, so I got her old car, and it was awesome, and it was great, but, like, it didn't really cost me anything, mm. and there wasn't much investment on my part of this vehicle, and so I appreciated it, and I loved it, but I didn't really, like, yeah. take care of it right. in the way that it needed to be taken care mm. of, like... I didn't check for oil changes. I didn't make sure that yeah. it stayed clean on the inside. Like, I had no idea if my tire treads were going. You know, like, I didn't check all those things. My dad did that for me because right. it's still technically his car at the end mm. of the day. And he wanted to make sure it was good. Right. And he cared about it. Um, well, and he also cared about you. Right. And he cared about me. You know, make all those things. I'm not going to let you get in a <laughs> yeah. trap vehicle here. But it's like, you know, I didn't appreciate it. I didn't understand it. I didn't mm. respect it. And, and now, <clears> as an adult, having gone through, you know, probably about four or five vehicles now, like, I understand mm. The, the 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 not the, not the level or the the grandness of the the gift that that is. Yeah, I understand that like how valuable something like that is to have mm. in your life. And so now that I have cars that I've had to spend my own money on, I treat it so much better. Yeah, and I understand the importance of it so much better. And that's like very small in the grand scheme of things in regards to like salvation and in this life with God. But I wonder if maybe that can be hard for some people to wrap their minds around because like they didn't have to purchase yeah. this gift. They yeah. now obviously there is stuff that we have to do after yeah. the fact that I think that people have to make a choice. Like, are we really going to accept this gift? Are we really going to? Uh, do this life with God and start making those investments because that comes after the fact because we're accepted as soon as we accept him. Sure. But then there's a process that comes after the fact. And so then we have to understand, are we going to do that to then really truly understand the gift that it is and to honor it and respect it? And I, I say all that because I, I wonder if maybe that's part of the issue in some people's minds of like they're not able to have that perspective shift that even though they didn't have an investment here, are they able to appreciate the gift even though they didn't make the purchase? Here's the thing that's coming to me while you're sharing that. Yeah. <clears throat> it is the free gift of God. Mm -hmm. Salvation is comes at the price of Jesus, not the price of us. Yeah. <clears throat> and so this is what, how do you honor something that costs you nothing? Mm -hmm. And I think the Holy Spirit's given me the key while you were talking. 
and I'm going to redo a service I did in youth a while back because I did a sermon, how to honor something that cost you nothing. And now as you're talking, the Holy Spirit's showing me, I did that message completely wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Make this salvation cost you something. Mm. I think that's the key. Like, it is the free gift of God. Not by works, lest any man should boast. So we can't earn this. Yeah. But we should make it cost us something. I need to find something in Robert's life that it cost me to be a follower of Jesus Christ. Mm. And if I can sacrifice that, if I can crucify whatever that might be, because I believe maybe it looks different for every person, if I can make the message of Jesus Christ in this relationship with God cost me something, then I'm going to value it. I'm going to treasure it. I'm going to, just like the analogy of the car, like here you are five cars removed and it's cost you however many thousands of dollars that now have these cars. Therefore, it costs you something. You're invested in it. You're going to maintain it. You're going to take care of it. You're going to watch over it. You're going to protect it. I mean, even with my car, there's sometimes, not all the time, depends on how lazy I'm feeling that day, but sometimes I'll park at the very back of the parking lot because I don't want someone <laughs> to open their door yeah, into yeah. my car. I value it. It's an expensive vehicle. Yeah. I want it to look pristine and sharp. I think this is where a lot of believers are missing the mark. This relationship with God has cost us nothing. Mm -hmm. And since it's cost us nothing, in turn, it's costing us everything. Mm. And I think we need to flip that. We yeah. need to find a way where it's like, okay, for me to be in this relationship with God today, it's going to cost me something. And I know exactly what you were saying about the process of discipleship. Yeah. Deny yourself, take up your cross, follow after me. So crucifying our flesh, crucifying, whatever that might right. be. But I think, what can what can this cost me today? Maybe at the store I minister to somebody and it's costing me some pride. Yeah. It's costing me some... Uh, you know, I, I got to find the courage to overcome my fear. It cost me something in that store. And when it costs you something, it becomes that much more real yeah. to you. It becomes yeah. that much more relevant. It becomes that much more precious and treasured because you only treasure the things that cost you something. Yeah. And so I think all of us need to get before God and get serious and be like, what, okay, what is it going to cost me today? Mm. And find that price every day That's good. again it's not by works let's right. stand, because we can't boast in the salvation i did nothing to earn this yeah that's not what it's about i'm not good enough for the salvation but let me honor the salvation by being what paul talked about in romans 12 1 right let me that, that yep. sacrifice yeah. that is my true worship so sacrifice to me talks about cost yeah you know and so i want it That's to good. cost me yeah and so i think if we can find whatever it is as we wrap up today's post, and it's just a pod. A short pod. And it's just a little short, encouraging pod for you. Find whatever it is. That's mm. why tithing's so important. Yep, yep. Because it costs you. Yep. It costs you, and it connects you. That's why the Bible oh. tells us where your treasure is, there your heart is, too. Because your heart, you, this is costing you something, so your heart will not allow you not to be involved with it. Yeah. Because it costs you. And so find out what it costs you. Maybe whatever it might be. Maybe it cost you some time. Maybe it cost you hanging out with friends. Maybe it cost you less video games. Whatever the cost might be, pay that price so yeah. you'll honor it the way it deserves Amen. to be honored. Amen. And whatever that cost is, it is worth Worth it, yes. It is absolutely worth it. No matter how high the dollar t price is in your mind, it's worth every yes. single penny. We're talking about pennies like it's actually money. And maybe it is money. I don't know. Maybe it you are be. supposed to give money. Or maybe you're and just you supposed to give your it. time. Maybe you're supposed to uh, 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 give mm. of your voice or whatever. Mm. I'm not sure what it is for you, but the price is worth it today. We're called to be a living sacrifice. Mm. So every single day, there's something that we have to give over to him and pay that price, if you will, quote unquote, 
um, to receive and walk out what he has for us, to actually understand, appreciate, and honor yes. the gift that's been given unto us. Yes. And I really hate that we have to pull away from this and cut this short for you guys because it seems like this is a really good thing, but maybe this is just a little teaser. Maybe this is an appetizer, if you will, for this new year that we're about <laughs> to walk into. <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> an so appetizer. Um, you know, because this is the 2024 year of more, my Woo! friends. So mm. this might be a part of that process. Amen. Maybe a little bite-sized piece portion of yourself. Give it yes. over to him a little Amen. bit more for him Amen. to experience more that he has for you. Amen. Amen. We love you guys so much. We hope you appreciated the wonderful, amazing appetizer that we just <laughs> threw at you. <laughs> Let's start this new year great. We love you guys so yes. much. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.